like so redundant and I, it, when people do it I'm just like yeah 9am in the morning I woke up at 9am this morning well no shit <laughs> you just said it oh anyway so stupid um, yes it's now 1230am Monday yes and we are still recording and this time last night I'm pretty sure Laura's ass was in my face as she was dancing <laughs> Dropping it like it was hot on a I bench. I did that on a time. Yes. On a pew. To it me. was a pew, a church pew. That's right. It was, yeah. A church pew. In front of an alligator, just to be yeah. super specific. Which is how you're going to die. Yeah. yeah. So, so, yeah. That it didn't happen last night. Nope. And I am somehow still going. Yeah. Um, on not much sleep. And I am tired, but I'm sorry, guys. I'm going to try to keep the fucking energy high. <laughs> This episode, yeah, we have <laughs> a research topic. A research topic, yeah. I'm doing a research topic. I hope it's not super upsetting oh, to people. Fuck, <laughs> really? <laughs> this is where of all the things. I'm sorry, of all because we that's what we need. We need something dark and tormenting. <sighs> Well, to be fair, I didn't know what time we were going to be recording this episode. I mean, but, you know, just <laughs> after the last month and a half, is it really, we need that well, too much. I don't know that any of them are super uplifting. Some of them are. The woman whose husband almost How about, had her killed and she was like, fuck you, bitch. I'm like, get you. Yeah. That was a good one. So <laughs> that was a good one. Not like that. So how about if it gets to a point where you're like, no, can't do it. You just tell me and we'll just scratch it. Oh, fuck. <laughs> okay. What is, is it dead babies? <laughs> is it dead babies? Why would you do this? You're fucking evil. That's why. Oops. No, not. Ex- well, I mean. Let's just get into it. All right, we're doing this shit, okay. and Laura is evil. <laughs> it's it's a mystery mm-hmm. about a mysterious grave site mm-hmm. that was found in 2010. <laughs> the look Casey is doing right now. It's we have to stream the shit live one day. I will say when I started this, I've, I've it was a very like research scientist point of view when I approached this topic and it wasn't until like after I wrote it and I went we're just gonna go we'll just, we'll just go and all right people can't if you can't deal then we, we don't have to do it okay okay in 2010 like I said it's a mysterious gravesite um in 2010 Imola Italy archaeologists discovered an unusual burial that dated to the 7th or 8th century or the middle ages it was stone lined with the deceased lying 
on its back, which indicates an intentional, proper, intentional, proper burial. Like it wasn't someone that just got like thrown down or someone that like it was a planned out graveside. Okay. Um, and the skeleton, be- skeleton belonged to an adult female with a hole in her head and a pile of small bones between her legs. Oh, so, okay, cool. Researchers from the universities of Ferrara and Bologna looked into the matter and concluded that this confusing scene is an example of post-mortem fetal extrusion or a coffin birth. (gasps) So, holy fucking shit. So... Wait, so she... She was dead and gave birth? Yeah. Oh, guess there's no hope for... (laughs) So, well, not exactly oh gave God. birth. It's not like an actual birth, well, um, but it's called a clearly. common birth. Um, <laughs> is it so, like when you lose your bowels? <laughs> like it's somewhere in that that realm. Yeah, pretty much. Man, wait, good way to go with your due diligence, guys. <laughs> Didn't notice the fucking womb. Well, shooting womb. This was the seventh or eighth century. Yeah, they- and actually, well, we'll get we'll get more into that. Okay. So after a person dies, the process of putrefaction begins. So as your cells begin to decay, they release large amounts of gas as a waste product. And then, like people talk about when um, when you die, your body's never more alive because like the moment that you die. The bacteria and different organisms start like I mean the process of decomposition starts immediately. Yeah. So and depending on the temperature and where you are in the world, humidity, like all the external factors, like how fast you decay, like a body decays. Yeah. So um, yeah, so that starts immediately. Um, but these gases are, as cells begin to decay, they release large amounts of gas as a waste product. And the gases begin to build up inside the body cavity and cause the body to swell. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the trapped gases begin looking for a way out. And when they do that, it squeezes the uterus, sometimes forcing it downward and turning it inside out to be forced out of the body through the vaginal canal. Wait, so like if if I was an embalmed... And, like, I laid somewhere for, like, 10 days. My uterus would come out of me? Oh, not even 10 days. Sometimes it's hours. So, like, if someone doesn't discover me, my uterus is going to be outside of my body. Potentially. And if there is an unborn... Can it get out now? (laughs) Like, can I just speed that up? It'd be great. Well, I mean, hysterectomy. (laughs) Yeah, but I mean, like, naturally... That sounds, actually, I've had a child. That sounds horrible. So, if an unborn fetus is present in the womb during this process, the result is a rare occurrence of coffin birth. So, it's basically, it's just the gases of your body are pushing. They have to get out. That's an opening to get out. And so, it pushes the fetus out. Cool. So. Super cool. Back to the story. (laughs) According to the report, the woman was somewhere between the ages of 25 and 35 years old, and the fetus was at 38 weeks of development, so just two weeks short of being full term. Yeah. The baby's legs were still inside the mother's body, though its head and upper body had dropped below the pelvic cavity. And additionally, the fetus was positioned for birth as it was already in its head down orientation. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, she was approaching. 
But what was even rarer than that, because coffin births were, I'm not going to say super common, but before embalming, they were, it happened. Yeah. Because, I mean, sorry, but pregnant women died. Died. (laughs) Especially back then, you know, without modern medicine, it happened more often and without the science now that in cremations and everything yeah it, it just happened for probably time. no rush to like get the baby out either no yeah and the, i mean yeah so but and this is when the seventh century so what was seventh eight so the middle ages oh okay yeah. so like and it was in italy i'm gonna sound really stupid no go for it um when was like julius caesar <laughs> would that have been like way before the middle ages yeah okay sorry no, no i mean i'm sorry <laughs> god i'm, pretty... I'm like a fucking idiot this weekend <laughs> no, not at all. so c- cesarean sections had already happened that's why i was wondering like the first one had already been oh really because caesar was like the first i might that's be wrong what... i mean yeah because <laughs> now i'm wondering why the fuck they wouldn't just cut yeah. the baby out well and we do kind of get to that oh oh too. wait and there was a hole in her head yeah what was even rarer was the hole in her head. So I'll let you look up because I'm, I'm now I'm like wondering and making myself feel dumb. No, 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 no. Don't feel stupid. Okay. Was first performed to move baby from the room. Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. So it was a rumor that he was born by a cesarean section. Oh. <laughs> um, but it's, I mean, it says um, that it was ancient Roman cesarean section was first performed to remove a baby from the womb of a mother who died during childbirth. So they did do it. So it was like if a mother died to, to avoid a fucking coffin birth, they'd do a C-section. Yeah. But when was, who came first, Julius Caesar or the Middle Ages? <laughs> God, we're idiots. Oh gosh. Well, I'll say I'm an idiot. You're fine. Um, <laughs> you're fine. You're fine. So 44 BC. So, I guess that was a long time ago. Yeah. Like before the Middle Ages. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. I was like, I want to say that the like Julius Caesar what, was like a BC date. Yeah. So like a long, long time. Like, God, I'm I, like Bible time. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I mean, we can edit this out. So there was a, a C-sections where, yeah, we'll do we'll three, two, one, and then be like, oh, that's interesting because the cesarean section <laughs> came around in about 44 BC. That's fascinating why they so, wouldn't. Yes, yes. Julius Caesar was rumored to have been a cesarean section. Yeah, which we know now is a rumor. <laughs> yeah, which we, I mean, they think that was a rumor, but, yes, you know. But, you, anyway, you know, as we discussed. As we, yes. We're very, very intelligent we know about history and timelines. We, we know, yes, this, we don't edit our podcasts. <laughs> We're extremely smart. And we do a thorough research before yes. getting started. And mm-hmm. Laura has all the answers to yes. my questions and vice versa. Because I can always predict where Macy's, Macy's mind <laughs> is going me. to go. I'm Macy. <laughs> where the Casey's mind universe. is going to go. Exactly. I Maybe have found smart. myself sometimes being like, will this answer Casey's questions? Like, is this something I need to learn more about? <laughs> but that's not when I called. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. You weren't thinking of Caesar. No. I was fine. my mind was not on old Julius Caesar. Nah, that no. fucker. <laughs> that old fucker. <laughs> Good old Julius. Uh, but um Yeah. So <laughs> what was even more rare about this unusual mystery grave was the hole in her head, <laughs> yes. The hole in her head, it measured four point six millimeters across. 
Casey's holding her fingers up and she started about three inches and just slowly shrunk it down to figure out. I don't fucking know. I'm like, how big is a millimeter? It's late. It's early in the morning. Oh, that was awesome. This is why we got a live stream so they can see me measuring about that big, right? Like, yeah, somewhere in there. Yeah. It's really small, like a knife. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Um, across and was located near a small incision on the forehead. Wait. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna need a diagram. <laughs> it measured 4.6 millimeters across, and was located near a small incision on the forehead. Okay. The nature of the wound suggested surgical origin rather than a violent impact. Okay. The woman lived for about a week after the hole was made as her skull exhibited exhibited the first signs of bone healing. Oh, So it okay. wasn't like an instant death from a, you know, like yeah, a like blunt a, force trauma yeah. type situation. Or a gun. What would be a blunt force trauma in the Middle Ages? I don't know, but they have guns in the fucking Middle Ages. Because I literally <laughs> just said, no. I was thinking this whole time, a bullet hole. I'm a no, fucking no, idiot. No, not a bullet hole. Cool, cool. Uh, <laughs> This is like a sword hole. <laughs> yeah, is, yeah, yeah. What like, would be fucking blunt force trauma? Like a cannonball they threw at your head? I don't fucking know. Like, did, did they hit they fucking cannonballs back then? Let's hope that that would just that would like crush your entire skull if they threw a cannonball at your head. It wouldn't be 4.6 like? millimeters. <laughs> God damn it! What are those things? It was like a like a wooden handle. And then a chain type apparatus, and then like a spiked oh, thing yeah, that yeah, like yeah, yeah. ding that you wind up and hits yeah. and you ding someone with it. Yeah. <laughs> <Ding>. <laughs> oh, that's yeah, I feel a loopy, and you ding them. That's all it does. It's just a little that's, ding. That's the noise crushes it your makes. skull. When one of those things crushes your skull. What, what do we call that? Um, a spiked nunchuck. A stick with a <laughs> spiky ball. Spuds. <laughs> It's like a spiky swingy it's thingy. A very, it's a failed fishing pole. <laughs> it's, it's not not working. Nope, they're not gonna n- uh, not catching that bait. Um, or or like a fucking blacksmith. Uh, yeah, there's a middle age thing. They yeah, there you go. You got an anvil. An anvil. There an you anvil. Go. There you go. Yeah, so, like something. Yeah. They're getting an anvil which just crush your fucking you, it, would, it would go ding. I think we probably were best with sword. Yeah. We probably should have just stayed with sword. The anvil That's falls. That's a safe. Ding. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's the birds flying around your head. like, And you're like, whoa, 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 wee, whoa. You got a big so, knot on your head. You're like, oh, that sucked. So none of these things happen. I'm guessing this isn't how she died. No, none of this. It's it in the episode. I solved it. She got dinged, dinged real hard. Oh, so, God. as I was saying, the um, <laughs> it wasn't caused by a blood force trauma. Okay, it was um surgical in nature because of like the location of the incision and the fact that the bone was beginning to heal. So she lived through whatever the surgical procedure was. Um, and researchers believe the hole was evidence of trepanation, which is an ancient form of brain surgery, most likely performed to treat the woman's eclampsia. So that was like what they determined the, oh, okay. that maybe she was having complications and eclampsia type. And 
So, um, which is eclampsia is what is that? Elevated blood pressure. Yeah, that's what it, okay. So during pregnancy. Yeah, which um, it can it, be. Fa- I mean, preeclampsia isn't that what it's called when you're pregnancy or pregnant? I, don't, I just know the words that they told me when I was yeah. pregnant. Things they were looking out for. Yeah. So it's like elevated blood pressure, and if you have high blood pressure when you're pregnant, it's dangerous yeah. to you and the fetus. Yeah. And a lot of times they have to induce. Yeah. So that See how was, smart we are. <laughs> just, I promise we're not idiots. No, <laughs> it's late. We're. T- I was probably still drunk until about five p.m. today. Oh, so yes, let's be real. Um, so some other occurrences of coffin birth, and another one was kind of like a really weird mystery. Another mystery, also. In I love that I called Italy. it. I was like dead babies. <laughs> well, I mean, what, what is, is more depressing? What than is that? the one thing I'm always like? Let's not go there. <laughs> well. That's what we, you know the game Cards Against Humanity. Yeah, um, Jenny, the one card like, and you have to try hard to offend Jenny. Yeah, um, the one card that she threw out and like will always throw out is the dead babies card. Yeah, she's like, I can't. I mean, I understand it. Of I course, mean, this is fine. Yeah, I hope so far. So far, yeah. <laughs> um, in 2006, in the cemetery of the Ospedale of San Nicolo. See how smart we are. And she probably butchered it. Hospitali is like hospital. Oh, look, look at your new words. In the, <laughs> look at you words. In the Genoa region of Italy, a mysterious quadruple grave was unearthed. The multiple bur- burials in one grave is indicative of a plague burial. So typically when, so you know, like in the hospitality, that was sort of, it wasn't an exactly a hospital. It was more like a, um, like a, almost like a bed and breakfast like travelers would stay en route to somewhere else and so but in plague burials like a lot of people got sick with one um with the plague they would just bury them all in one place to try to contain yeah the um the outbreak and so the burial site was indicative of that but it was located in a place of italy where there had never been any accounts of the plague okay so, um, indicative it was indicative of a, of a plague burial, but no other have been found in the area. And um, in the grave lay two children, approximately age twelve and three, and a woman in her thirties with a fetus entangled in her pelvis. Mm. Um, the woman, fetus, and twelve-year-old all tested positive for the F one antigen, which indicates that they were all victims of the bubonic plague. Um, so this was the first recorded case in this area of Italy. Oh, so it worked when they buried him. They contained yeah. it. Yeah, they contained Yeah, exactly. Good job, guys. <laughs> Patient zero. You win. You win. <laughs> you win. Good job. You did it. Thanks. Thanks. So, I mean, that's kind of just an interesting burial yeah. site. And they weren't able to, like, prove if any of them were related or, um, but it was. So, Surely they were, right? Yeah, I mean, more than likely. I mean, we at least the um, fetus was. <laughs> yeah, but and in the condition of the bones, they couldn't tell if it was like male or the, obviously the one with the, the fetus with the was a female. Baby. But the children, they couldn't really tell That's the gender because they're so old. Um, and when did that date back to? Um, I mean, I guess it would date back to around the time of the bubonic plague, but it was found in 2006. Um, wow. Which was like about Julius Caesar time. 
in the boobounding play cabin. Now, how does that relate to like um, Jesus? So, birth? like, was it Jesus? Jesus died of the boobounding plague, right? Right. Isn't that what happened? You know what happened? Yeah. He kissed that whore <laughs> when he was supposed to stone her. That's what happened. So, in 1551, during the Spanish Inquisition, anyone deemed heretical to the Catholic Orthodoxy, so Jews, Muslims, etc., etc., were subjected to forced conversion, torture, and sometimes death. One such victim was hanged to death at the hot Spanish in the hot and the hot Spanish sun, escalating the process of decay. A mere four hours after her death, it was discovered she had been pregnant when two living children fell from her womb. So because it was so hot, her body decayed that quickly. Oh, fucking shit. And yeah, so crazy. Could you imagine being the person that hung her being like, Like, fuck, fuck, we have two kids now. Yeah. Like, (laughs) fuck, do we hang them? Well, now we're parents. String them up. (laughs) String them. They're sinners too. Oh, in, oh my God. In 1633, a woman in Brussels who died during labor convulsions birthed a child three days later. Mm, wow. So, what? Yeah. That's crazy. When is that? 1633. Fuck. In 1650, a woman named Emma Toplace died while her husband Thomas was away. When he returned home and visited her grave a couple of hours after she was buried, it is said that he heard a child's cry and demanded his wife be disinterred. When they opened her coffin, they discovered that she had given birth to a baby boy. The boy survived and, he'd named, and he was named Fils de la Terre, which means son of the earth. The entry of the event in the parish registry reads, April ye 20, 1650, was buried Emmy, the wife of Thomas Toplace, who was found delivered of a child after she had lain two hours in the grave. Fuck. So. Uh-uh. Crazy. In modern times, coffin births are even more rare due to medical interferences well, yeah. after death. Yeah. The advances in embalming practices and the increasing number of crema- cremations, but they still do happen. A few years ago, a woman in her 30s was found dead from an apparent heroin overdose. The state of her body was severely decomposed with a fetus partially emerging from her womb. Uh, so it does happen, but it's in circumstances like that where, um, you know, there isn't any sort of intervention in the meantime. And I did read about another one um, that uh, it happened in Africa not long ago, like this year. And I don't know why the body was placed on hold <laughs> for so long. But at 10 days after, um, they went to open, it was in Africa, they went oh. to open the you know morgue drawer and there, were, there was a baby in the... Oh, God. Yeah, I mean, a fetus. Yeah. So, um, and people were, like, accusing of, like, witchcraft and all kinds of things. Yeah. And so, it was, like, this really weird controversy. And, like, they just tried to take care of it so fast that the um, the people that found it didn't even, like, stop to check what the sex was or anything. It was oh, just, God. like, they were just, like, traumatized, basically. Oh, my God. Well, what the fuck? Could yeah. you imagine? Yeah. It's crazy. I'd be, like... Like, that, that was not there last night when I left. Someone planted this baby. Yeah. It's so weird. So and weird. there's, there have, I've heard conflicting stories that Lacey Peterson had a coffin birth. Oh. So, um, some reports say that it, um, there wasn't anything indicative of, 
anything passing through her vaginal canal but then other people swear that's what so it's like that's a yeah not really sure one way or the other so i didn't really include it on the list but it is interesting that that was i mean yeah totally possible yeah it would make sense i mean it's not a coffin birth but not technically a coffin but a a, how was she killed again i mean i know who killed her but what he just like did he shoot her did he um lacey peterson yeah yeah did he like how did he kill her did he drown her i don't fucking yeah a drowner yeah i'm pretty sure it was drowning Am I like God, that motherfucker is so creepy looking. And there's so many Petersons. Sometimes they all run together <laughs> together to me. Okay, so on April 13, 2003, a couple. Oh, sorry. On April 13, 2003, a couple walking their dog discovered the decomposing but well-preserved body of a late-term male fetus on the San Francisco Bay Shore in Richmond's Point Isabel Regional Shoreline Park, north of Berkeley. Yes. Oh, I remembered. Some, okay, yeah, I knew there was something about a fishing boat. That's right. He went out fishing, um, or he said he had gone out fishing. Oh, um, although a judge sealed autopsy re- results, an anonymous Associated Press source revealed that 1.5 loops of nylon tape were found around the fetus's neck, and a significant cut was on the fetus's body. One day later, the body of a recently pregnant woman wearing cream-colored maternity pants and a maternity bra washed ashore one mile away from where the baby's body was found. Yes. The exact cause of her death was impossible to, to determine as a result of decomposition. The body was decapitated. Both forearms were missing. The f- right foot was severed. And the left leg from the knee down was missing. You a sick motherfucker. Yeah. You are, uh-uh. She had two cracked ribs. Yeah. That happened at or near the time of... Uh-uh, no. <laughs> okay, it says on the Wikipedia page, mother and fetus had not been separated by coffin birth, as had been speculated. Okay. Rather, Lacey's upper torso had been emptied of internal organs, and that allowed the fetus to pass through a perforation at, in the top of the decomposing uterus. Ay. Fuck him. Yes, that's terrible. Oh, Ugh. my God. Uh, yeah. Fuck him. He's a motherfucking piece of shit. Ain't <laughs> no hey, hey, nobody need a man like that. No. They nobody. don't need no man. They don't need no man. You about as mm-hmm. useful as a submarine door. No, that's not. <laughs> I always <laughs> fuck him up. What? I always fuck him up. You're about as, as useful as a screen door on a submarine. <laughs> a submarine door. That's a submarine door banging in the breeze. <laughs> which I'm like, wait, no, a submarine door is pretty important. Yeah. We need those to stay there. Really just doors in general. Yeah. They're not good. a screen door on a submarine. I like how you're about as useful as a submarine door. Well, thank you. I think. No, I didn't mean that. Scott Peterson, let me try that again. Scott Peterson, you're about as useful as a screen door on a submarine. Boom. There you go. I hope you heard that. Nailed it. Loser. (laughs) Fuck you. Jeez. I don't like him. Oh, I love him. What? You, of course not. You're a creep. <laughs> no. He's bad. Oh, goodness. He's so that's, that's that's my uh, research topic of coffin births. I mean, it wasn't as uplifting as I'd hoped for, <laughs> but it wasn't as terrible as yeah. it could have been. Yeah. I mean, most of these, like I said, most of these occurrences happened a long time ago. Normally, it seemed to happen before people even knew the woman was pregnant. I just want to know what happened to the first woman. Like, what? But they don't actually know beyond a shadow of a doubt. 
with the hole in her head i mean that that's their best guess because of the term surgery. pregnancy she was and the, oh yeah i mean it was definitely surgical because of just the nature of the hole itself um so but they're not exactly sure what the sur- i mean that's their that's working a, theory that's i mean there's just not really any way they can ask it. anyone i mean the but. fact that they that they even know she was 38 weeks along is fascinating yeah like the fact that they can do that yeah I mean, we could do it though because we're so smart. Yeah, we're so smart. I'm actually way better at science <laughs> than history. So. I am too. Oh god, yeah, I like, love science. I, I love that's science. Uh, that's why I did a research topic on yeah. coffin births. Yeah. So yeah, I like biology a lot more than I mean, and I like history. It's just I don't know. And geography is a thing. Like I can <laughs> geography is is a thing. Yes, <laughs> factual. But like I can name like the continents. <laughs> And I you didn't know what Pangea so was. I did know what fucking Pangea. I don't know why you were saying my husband was out of Pangea. I know what fucking Pangea okay, I is. I get what you're saying. You didn't just dig at my joke. No. Okay. Your joke wasn't funny. Okay. No. That's what it was. <laughs> my husband was standing here in his underwear, and she said, "You're straight out of Pangea." And I was like, "What? Why?" But like it's because he was like a Neanderthal. Yes. Like he's gonna mm. club you over the head and drag you into the fireplace. Oh God. Like, it's a sex thing. <laughs> it's a Neanderthal sex thing. You're so fucking weird. <laughs> so now we know what she's into. Cool fetish. <laughs> you can find Laura on Instagram at Shop Wild Soul. <laughs> for all the creeps out there that are oh my God. looking for some funky Neanderthal sex. I mean, you know, like. Neanderthals they didn't like ask oh yeah okay. <laughs> they didn't wait for consent cool <laughs> it was just bam bam literally oh, God. bam over the head bad time to be a woman bam in and then you'd have a coffin birth yeah you get pregnant and have a fucking coffin mm-hmm. birth yeah and years later we'd find your body yeah exactly that would be crazy to find like a petrified like in an iceberg type Dude. situation I don't know if I, <laughs> dude, dude, if I ever found ever and not even just a baby, I mean, that would be awful, but yeah. like a human body just like walking along. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Did I ever tell you about that guy I dated? Um, and I hadn't talked to him in years and he fucking it was like in California in Van Nuys and he fucking shot himself or he shot his best friend and himself it was like a suicide pact and like in the hills and wait you're the guy used to date it date? i used to date yeah and his uh, i like googled him like probably my sophomore year of college and this mm-hmm. news article because i was like oh i wonder when he's i'm not gonna say his name because I, I don't know i don't want to be disrespectful. and that would have been before facebook so yeah yeah i literally googled him i never i like i couldn't find him on myspace or anything so i googled it and his name came up and I knew his best friend too. And it was um, the two of them in a suicide pack and like kids on bikes found their bodies. And and rumor has it, and I don't know how true this is, but his shirt, when they found him, his shirt said, I got away with murder. I know. Mm. I don't know if that's true, but the, yeah. the suicide pact is true. And Wow. Yeah. The friend's girlfriend and I kept in touch for years, but weird story i can't believe I yeah that. no you hadn't told me that didn't one. even know he fucking died yeah until like you know it was like he died in like 2003 yeah people are you can google this and <laughs> find out who it is but i don't yeah. want to yeah not gonna put it out there yeah right um 
But yeah. And I, I didn't fucking find out about it until like 2006, 2007. I was like, fuck. Yeah. That's where he went. <laughs> so yeah, he literally went to the Island of Lost Men. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't get it. You never heard about the Island of Lost Men? Like, no. You know like, that guy that ghosted you, never called you again? He's that's on, so funny. He's on the Island of Lost Men. No, I've never heard that. Yeah, it's, kinda, it's kind of the same sort of thing as like we took the dog to the farm. Oh, yeah. Like, there's yeah, no farm. There's, there's no, no Island of Lost Men. That dog got put down. Yeah, yeah. There's no Island of Lost Men. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, I mean, I guess technically, yeah. Yeah. He went to the, yeah. Yeah. He took himself there. Yeah sucks yeah that's a real bummer mm-hmm. but i'm just glad i didn't i wasn't it wasn't oh i'm not gonna say that <laughs> Boopity <pop poop. laughs> casey out no. <laughs> shut the fuck up casey. <laughs> <laughs> don't you hate it when the words leave your mouth and you're like no come back i didn't mean for that to happen also I feel like you usually get more of my jokes and references. Than you <laughs> Maybe I am still drunk. <laughs> Maybe I'm still drunk. You know, it's um, uh, we have beer in the fridge, and I was like, Maybe I'll just have one beer, like on the last when we recorded last episode, so I'll get nice and sleepy. Yeah. And then I was like, No, because Rachel coined the term the shampoo effect. So you know how if you like wash your hair one day and then you wash your hair again the next day it lathers quicker because mm-hmm. there's no fucking grease there to break down so it just well, like I wash my hair every day so oh gross um it's bad for your hair I, I have to wash my hair every day you wouldn't have to if you just went a couple of days without mm, not okay it's true science <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> okay you could co-wash this is not a beauty podcast. Uh, <laughs> it's true, though. We'll talk later. But oh, then it lathers really quickly. So it's like if you're drunk the night before and then you have hair of the dog, you get drunk immediately. Mm-hmm. It's the shampoo effect. Okay, I gotcha. Rachel coined it, and I liked it a lot. Cool. Cool, 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 cool. <laughs> neat, 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 neat. You, you're about as useful as a submarine door. Okay. <laughs> so about as nervous as a long tailed cat in, in a, a room, room full, full of rocking chairs. chairs woo you got I that did one. You I got did one. it. i'm like what are all the southern sayings are we just trying to make this episode longer i don't fucking know i don't know we did it so yeah mm-hmm. i guess yeah i don't know how you're gonna fucking wrap this one up <laughs> um oh. it all ends a funeral guys <laughs> It all ends up funeral. So we have to um, podcast because it all ends up funeral. Be sure to close the, the screen door on your submarine because it all ends in a funeral. Bye, guys. It will end in a funeral that way. <laughs> Bye, guys. Funeral Stories is produced by Seth and Molino, and music is by John Pope. Check out our website and blog by going to www.funeralstories.com. And follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Funeral Stories and on Instagram at Funeral underscore Stories. Donate to our cause on Patreon to unlock subscriber rewards. And please don't forget to send your funeral stories to funeralstoriespodcast at gmail.com or hello at funeralstories.com. Rate, review, and subscribe on Apple iTunes and listen on your preferred podcasting service. Thanks, guys. Bye.